welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hi, community. This is Parker. Have you registered for Mobile Tech Expo? We hope to see you there on the community stage doing episodes or at the community pub at five on Friday after the show. Register at mobiletechexpo.com and save 15% by using the code PINTS. Enjoy the episode. What's up? What's up, bro? What's up, guys? Alex, what's going on? Not a thing but a chicken wing. I like that background. Yeah, this is what I was telling you about earlier, man. It's cool. Yeah. Hey, Marshall, how you doing? Good, good. I'm, uh, I can't see right now. I'm logging into the Facebook side. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, but doing well. Doing well. Thanks for coming on, man. Problem. Thanks for having me. Not used to being on this side of it. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll do a kind of a dive into your story and who you are as a pain assassin. Oh, in the wrong side. Look at that, Alex. Look at that boy. Oh, I see that. I love that. I got the old uh... reflection junkie hoodie. Yeah, man, I'm in like the coldest. I'm in the coldest room of the house for some reason, so I had to put the hoodie on. I'm in like the hottest room. <laughs> Lucky. Oh, I there, now I can see you guys. <laughs> oh, that is a nice little background. Nice. Yeah. Now I got to worry about all the garbage behind me and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, mine. Mine's. Uh, I'm in my house, so it's pretty bad. Yeah, if you like click on the settings like in the where it says more in like the left uh, right hand corner in the bottom if you're on your like mobile, you uh-huh. can click that and then it gives you an option to do a virtual background. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure how it is on the laptop. I my laptop sucks. I need to get a new one, so. Let's see paint a get assassins uh what are we gonna call this bruno uh pain a set i don't know mm. alex what should we call it well pain assassin hour i mean you can, do, you can just call it whatever you want to call it man huh doesn't well, matter we're gonna me. we're gonna be talking to different pain assassins throughout the the journey yeah. all right we'll call it pain assassin hour. 
you doing? I'm just waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started. Almost, almost. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jason. Bruno. Jason, did we say yours is at Jason dot Bruno? For what? Or do you want me to tag the pain assassins? <coughs> tag, tag the pain assassins. Okay. At pain assassins? Is that what it is? Are you talking about for Instagram? Uh, for uh, Facebook. Yeah. Hmm. I might not have done it right. Alex. Yeah. All my questions for you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, I can't, can't even see it. I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking green screen. <laughs> it's okay. You can see, like, my hand and shit. You can see, you can see my drink. Well, barely. It's, Look at that. It's whatever. It's whatever's white. You're not going to be able to see. Oh. All right. Next time, I'm going to wear a white shirt and a white hood. Nice. <laughs> Uh, Alex, how do you want me to tag you on Facebook? Uh, it's Alex Russell CDSV, I believe. Yeah, drop that because I'm because I'm I'm retarded like that. <laughs> there it's it is. Alex Russell CD dash SV. Got it. You found it. <clears throat> People are gonna think that's like your nickname and shit. I know. Hey Lee. Say hi to Jason. Hi. Hello. She's She's trying to put stuffed animals behind me for decoration. Her, so I heard you got in trouble in school today. Mama's here. He's talking to you. <laughs> no. Mm, not what I heard. <laughs> no. All right, stop. You're going to knock my computer off. Yeah, okay. Go. Out. Get out of here. <laughs> Be gone. No. I don't know if you can see that. You can see that, Alex? Yeah. This is this is gel coat. After it hardened. Nice. It's like a hockey puck. Nice. Is that from when you went to the Baker's? Yeah, I found it the other day. I was like, oh shit, I thought I lost it. You should just tell everybody it's ceramic. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's yellowish. You know how much shit I would get? <laughs> <clears throat> She's loading me up. She's setting you up nicely. I know. But it gives it gives your background <laughs> character. I guess. Bro, I did a uh a well, I think it was like a 2016 Chevy Silverado today. It was kind of it was kind of fucking breezy, man. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was gonna be it was flat black, but I mean, it was it was pretty pretty nice. I don't know. I haven't had too many problems with GMs lately, like some people suggest. Yeah. <laughs> the old GMs, right? You would always have problems with them. Well, that's what everybody says, but 
I don't run into any complications. The last the last few that I've done have been well. They've also been fairly new too, and they've been like twenty twenty ones. That's true. All right, are we ready to go? Sure. All right, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to a new edition, uh, the Pain Assassin Hour with Jason Bruno. Hey, Bruno, what's cracking? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm I'm doing pretty good, but I'm gonna dive into this uh, pecan pie porter from Clown Shoes. Uh, I'll be doing probably a little better here in a minute after I uh, enjoy some of that. So thanks, Clown Shoes. Ready to uh, try out the beer? You guys drink anything tonight or no? I got I got a. Uh, you can't see it through my screen, but I have a Rip It Energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> I got the old Crystal Light Peach Tea. Ooh, nice. It's Thursday no, still, wait, man. I'm sorry. No, I'm wait. I'm drinking Four C's half and half. So it's actually Arnold Palmer. There you oh. go. I like it. I forgot what I was drinking there for a minute. Oh, this is pretty good. Do you guys ever drink porters? Yes. I do not drink. Okay. So the answer yeah. would be no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, I mean, just uh, out of what reason? Just don't like it. Yeah. Never I'm, a, I'm, I'm a control freak. And so like I, I need to be in control. Mm -hmm. so I, don't, I don't like, I don't like the taste of beer. So if I do drink, it's gotta be liquor. And then I don't just don't like being drunk. I also like to leave when I want to leave. And so if I'm someplace and I'm drinking and I can't leave, <laughs> then I get upset. <laughs> I get it pre-Uber, man. That was, it was difficult for me too. Yeah. <laughs> Plus it's easier for me to just be the DD. I can just leave when I want. If you want to ride, you're coming with me. If not, you're staying. I, I found my DD for MT. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's times in life that I've chosen not to drink. So I just, yeah, yeah. it's always interesting to know. <clears throat> some of mine was, you know, religious reasons or fasting reasons or, uh, right. cleansing. you know, at the first of the year, sometimes we go through a cleansing period. So gotcha. definitely. All right, Bruno, yeah. uh, let's, uh, let's introduce our guest, man. <laughs> uh, the inaugural guest, Mr. Alex Russell. Uh, excited, Bruno. What was it that, uh, makes Alex Russell's paint assassin skills stand out that he became the first guest to come on. You better, Bruno, you better say it right. You know what I mean. <laughs> right. So first and foremost, Alex Russell is better than Aaron Knox. Thank you. <laughs> With that said, um, Alex has been uh, very supportive of pain assassins from when i first started it he's been riding with it since 2018 and you know uh he's also a good friend of mine i've been over to his shop plenty of times i've helped him when he was down when he broke his wrist uh that was pretty funny in its own own little way because you know <laughs> it's alex russell and you know whatever he does yeah. is, is pretty funny <laughs> thanks um, and i've also seen alex sorry my dog was clawing at the door so i you know I had to go let the dog out. Uh, how'd you break your wrist? Oh, that was a, that was a funny one. I was, <clears throat> I had a, what was that? A, it was a 450, no, 350, 350 dually. Yeah. And um, I was up on the, the two-step doing the hood. 
Yeah. And I wasn't even on the second step. I was on the first step. So I was like, I don't know, eight inches off the ground. But I've got those. Um, oh, that's enough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. That's, you know, what was shop talk? <laughs> um, but uh, I've got those. Uh, what are those? Those power lock cords um, from yep. from. Uh, is that what they're called, Jason? Yeah, power, power lock. Yeah. So. So I don't know if you, they're like quick disconnects, Marty, if you've ever yeah. seen them, but they're, they're really, they're really round. Like they got yeah. a big, a big connection. And so that was right behind me and I didn't look back. So when I stepped on it, my foot rolled and of course I was still one foot kind of up on the ladder holding my Rupes, did not want to drop it. Although I should have, because there was two other ones hanging on the KXK rack. And uh, so when I fell, put my put my hand down to brace me. I broke my wrist. Well, uh, yeah. how long were you out? Uh, for the, about the, three, out. For the three hours it took me to go to the uh, orthopedic and get a brace on it. And I was right back the next day with Bruno. <laughs> this dude, this dude was holding the polisher with like the cast and like doing like this. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. That's awesome. We That's finished awesome. it, though. It was mm -hmm. it was tough, but we finished it. Bruno came and helped me for two days, and then the last the last day, uh, I had to finish polishing up some of it myself, and then three layers of ceramic by myself was not fun with one arm. No, no. Uh, you know, something that no detailer ever... No, don't send her out. We need more stuffed animals. More she stuffed animals. too loud. <laughs> uh, you know, no detailer plans for a slip. Yeah. Uh, Seth uh, has been on the, the, the podcast when he, you know, uh, slipped on ice getting out of a truck. Oh, wow. Um, mm. uh, broke all kinds of stuff through there. And, um, you know, there's nobody ever plans on it, right? That's, that's right. the point of, of having accidents. Yep. How, how do you, uh, taking, coming out of a moment like that and, and have, I think now you have your own podcast and, and some of the ways that you do your life do you use that to let guys know of ways they can plan or prep, you know, since, since you've experienced it and it was a, as a major thing for you. So I, I haven't yet. Um, so most, most of what I do in, in my podcast is, is just getting to know people. So I, I find people that I look up to or admire. I ask them to be on, I ask them questions, try to get with it. Um, but what I've, what I did the kind of like my first quote unquote season, cause I ran 10 episodes, um, for what I considered my first season. Um, what I'm doing is every 10th episode, I'm going to address a topic and then that's where I'll try to invite kind of like the bigger names because I, I wanted my podcast to be like the guys in the trenches and the girls in the trenches that don't get a lot of love or a lot of, um, you know, recognition. Shine. Yeah. Um, so actually, and I told Jason about this the other day, the one I've got. The gutter guys. For, I, I was, I've been accused of being in the gutter too much myself. So I, <laughs> I totally understand, man. Uh, yeah. When, well, when did you I've get got, started? Yeah, what's that? When did you get started? Oh man, I don't know. What am I on? Like, I think I'm on episode 16 now. So probably about 18 weeks ago. Cause I took about a two week break in between. Um, because I was, uh, the start of season two, I had Esme, the detail girl or the detailing girl on. And so her schedule was a little bit trying to get her being in the Netherlands. 
um, trying to figure out times and everything. Yeah, but I do, I do have the end of this season, I'm going to do one called um, Health and Wellness. And so my guests I've already have lined up is Levi Gates, Brian Guy, and Walt Sanders, because all three of those guys have um, experienced something in this industry that we all kind of need. I mean, Levi's got problems with his with his shoulders and his hands and his and his. Keep going. Elbows. I just gotta shut the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brian Guy got skin cancer, so he's real good. You know, he's real knowledgeable about the health of you know taking care of your skin and being covered. And then Walt, um, like most detailers, was killing like five or six energy drinks a day plus a couple of five-hour energies. Um, and a few months back, he had a. Uh, renal or kidney failure um yeah so he's had to change his thing so i want to have those guys on and talk about like how to you know take care of yourself um because those are three three different aspects of of how to take care of your body and i think those guys are you know really pretty well known in the industry to get some attention um, so that'll be the one coming up. That's probably being about three weeks or so. We'll do cool. that. Cool. Yeah. All right. So give us your story though. I mean, uh, where are you from? How you got started? Who are you? That's, that's my question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm, I'm here in central Florida, um, just North of Orlando, kind of, uh, outskirts, um, in between Orlando and Daytona beach. So uh, you go to, you go to MTE? I do. Year? I, I have for the last four. Yeah. Great. Um, last year was probably my most famous year because of being better than Aaron Knox. Everybody knew me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I started out like most people, man. I started in the car wash. Um, a buddy of mine gave me a job. He was the manager. Um, he wanted me to kind of go on. Where did you grow up? There in Florida? Yeah. 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 I was born in Miami. Um, and then we re- we moved up here to Central Florida when I was uh, like middle school age, um, and then I've been here the whole, the whole time. So. Okay. But yeah. <clears throat> so, so out of high school, got a job at the car wash? No, no. I was I was 22 when I started at the car wash. Okay. Um, so I had a I had had a couple jobs. I worked at Albertsons in high school, and then uh, I did I had a grocery a- store too. Uh, so, uh, funny story. Uh, I've talked about it, you know, when I've, I've been on to different people talking about plastic reduction and, you know, the, the environmental stuff that we do as a business. And, and I use the illustration of being at Price Mart, which is a local grocery store uh-huh. in high school. And we would ask people paper or plastic. Yep. And we would celebrate with them when they chose plastic because they were saving a tree. And I, as a naive high schooler in the early 90s thought that they were helping right <laughs> they still yeah. are I'm kidding. Yeah. no no my friend we used to we used to kind of label ourselves as packaging engineers <laughs> it so is we, a skill to be able to pack your, your yeah I, I, I mean that i shop at uh trader joe's quite a bit and uh-huh. if, you know Sometimes they struggle. So I'll just, you know, grab the bag and just start helping them out. And they're always like, yeah. oh, thank you. I'm like, fuck, I just didn't want to be here five more minutes. Like, come right. on. <laughs> I've done the same thing. <laughs> oh, shit. I've done the so same you're, thing. You're packing groceries in high school? Yeah. So I packed groceries in high school. Um, had a real bad car accident. Broke my neck. 
um, was down and out for a while, uh, came back and um, the girl that I was dating, her dad owned a restaurant. So then I started working for him. And then uh, when we split up, I didn't want to work at the restaurant anymore, obviously, because I didn't want to be around her. Dad begged me to stay. I said, no, my buddy was managing a car wash. He's like, come work for me. Um, so 22 started working. What'd at you do wash. at the car wash? I mean, I started out on the, on the, I mean, I started from the bottom. I started vacuuming after a couple of days of vacuuming. I was right, on the so full service wash. Yeah, it was full service wash. Yeah. This was back in 95. So this was, you know, old school. Um, so then I, I started out on the front line. He was trying to get me to become a supervisor. I didn't like that. I want, I saw the money that the detailers were making. Um, so I wanted to go work in the detail shop. Detailers were like the Kings, man. They, they got hourly plus commission plus tips. I mean, it was ridiculous. So it, it is interesting in full service washes. That seems to be the, the trend, right? Uh, if, if you move from one part, you get to the finish, and normally I would see that too. A lot of those guys or gals would want to go into detail, yeah. whether or not it was commission-based or hourly-based, they would generally make more money in detail. Right. But then as detailers, we look at them and go, oh no, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, I mean, detail at a, a full service car wash is kind of more of the, the, the better spot. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I was 22, I was making, you know, I mean, this was, like I said, 95. So I was making like $4 and 50 cents an hour, but I was making 20% commission on every job I did. Um, so, I mean, that was, that was huge. And then I was making hundred bucks a day easily in tips. So, I mean, I could, I was living off of tips for the week and just throwing paychecks in the, in the bank to just sit, so to speak. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I trust me. Honestly, if uh, if I could go back to that scenario, I think I kind of would. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, maybe. No, you wouldn't. I don't know, man. That Dude, was that was. I, I know your schedule. I mean, that, not, not, yeah, yeah, you're right. My schedule. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fool nobody, bro. <laughs> I don't All right, so Bruno, uh, help help us understand. I don't know the joke about uh, Alex and Mister Knox. So. Okay, so. Me, Alex, and, and Knox, uh, and somebody else who just became TikTok famous and just kind of kicked us to the curb, we're oh. all we're <laughs> we're all in a little group chat together, and basically it just started with me and Alice because you know, like we talk almost. No, every hold on, who? Day. So somebody's TikTok famous as a detailer now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great, 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 Scott. I don't. I've never heard of. It. That's cool. So well, I mean, he's a part-time detailer. He's a cop. Yeah. I've been pushing TikTok for over a year, so it's cool to yeah, see. Yeah, but he doesn't. You know, he he he's on a whole new level of TikTok. He's he's like a he's, he's not a detailer TikTok he's famous. So you know hey, how cops get a cool. lot of love. What, what's his name? Gray Scott. Look, Gray? look him up right now. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, look it's him the, it's right the, I, if you're looking at him on TikTok, it's the TikTok Peacock. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. That's his name on TikTok. The TikTok Peacock. The TikTok. I don't know if it's the. I think it's just TikTok Peacock. I thought okay, that. I looked that up. Keep going, Bruno. All right. So, like I said, we're all in a group chat together, and the relationship that Alex and Knox have is like 
it's like a brother relationship because they just talk shit constantly to each other. Yep, that's him. That's him. <laughs> the Backstreet Boy. Backstreet Boy. He's got his cash app on there. Oh, yeah, God. he makes Why money. Why be a unicorn when you can be a peacock? And then he leaves his cash app on there. Hey, you know, he's doing it. Good for him. Get it. But uh, yeah, they they constantly go back and forth with each other, and I'm, it's brutal sometimes when they go back and forth. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's, I, Alex can tell what they've said to each other before, but. Um, Okay, so you, I mean, is this, is this a fun go at each other? Or are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah no, it's, a, it's nothing but love. All right, I mean, it's nothing but love on my side. I don't know about Aaron Dox's side. <laughs> okay, so then that's a legit question because yeah. you go into, Bruno, we've talked about this. You go in some groups, there's certain individuals that always are fighting, always having issues with people. So walk me through the issues. What are, what are there's some no, of the There's no issues. It's more no. of, even though I'm like 10 years older than Knox, it's more of me being like the little <laughs> annoying brother. That's, that's really no. what it is. You're not 10 <laughs> years older than him. Yeah, I am. Knox, Knox just turned 36, right? No. What he? You, Dude, he looks super wanna... young. Isn't he like in his 20s? No, he just turned 30, 36 or 37 or something like that. Dude, I'm 47. Oh, oh, you old fart. Yeah, I know. Nicely done, Alex. I would have not you. have thought that I would have. I was thinking upper 30s, so Thank great you. job. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, yeah, it's you know. no, Knox, Knox, got a, I mean, in the group and everything like that, it's, he's kind of, you know, pushed me away to arm links, you know, kind of the older brother, little, little brother kind of deal. But even outside of the group that me and Jason are in with him, when I message him personally, I mean, he's, he's right there for me with any question I've got, any help yeah, that yeah. I need. Um, I, went, I went and surprised him in Atlanta. My daughter does cheerleading. We had a um, cheer competition up there. So as soon as I got off the plane, I Ubered straight to his shop. Didn't tell him I was coming. Oh, got cool. on got on Pain Assassins and did a live Facebook on Pain Assassins <laughs> of me pulling up in the Uber. And, and luckily he saw it and got on as I was stepping out of the car so that I could turn around and had Red's detail behind me, um, and and he he opened the doors and welcomed me in with open arms and stopped what he was doing for the whole day and spent like oh but he did hours. throw a, a trash can at you he did throw a trash can at me though <laughs> yeah that's true but he but he does that to everybody if you go to his shop he throws a trash can at you so um, yeah but he he spent about five hours just I mean just talking i mean talking detail talking this talking that i mean he gave me a lot of ideas to go back home with to to help me with my business all right so his uh his shop is called what reds 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 detail so, code yeah that's interesting when i was in um that's what i was like hold on i was grabbing my phone i was looking it up uh when i was in atlanta um we did some training uh, did a pop-up we did an ida uh, meet and greet um, and then uh, we recorded a, an episode at a local brewery there in Atlanta that uh, some local detailers had put together at Pontoon Brewery, um, and uh, Red Clay was there. Yeah, that's Yasser. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know you like reds, and I was like, hold on, I was pulling yeah. up my phone. I was like, oh, okay, not the same one. I was like, no, no, yeah, so yeah. Is Atlanta is that a thing? Something about red in Atlanta is that a? I I don't know. So Yasser is red clay, obviously because of Georgia having red clay. Um, I think Noxie's reds because he's a redhead. Yeah. I mean, that's just my guess. He's never told me, but I, that's what I that's what I assume. I put the two and two together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's why his is reds. Yeah. Uh, and so you guys, uh, you showed up at a shop and how'd it go? Oh, it was awesome, man. Like I said, he, he opened the doors, welcomed me in with open arms and we had a grand old time. And then he threw a trash can at me and put me in an Uber and I went back to the hotel. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Bruno, besides him being better than Aaron Knox, uh, what is it that has standed out over time with Alex Russell? Yeah, I've seen I've seen Alex Russell grow from doing do, doing thinking what he thought was a paint correction to actually <laughs> <laughs> actually like blowing shit out of the water. Like all the shit that I see him do. Um, I mean, I still try to push him to try new things constantly. And he could tell you, I'm like, hey, man, you got to try this. I really think you'd like it. And, like, I'll even bring shit to his shop. But, you know, he can be stubborn in that in that sense. But uh, the stuff that he uses and what he can produce is, is amazing. I mean, truly, I've seen from what he used to do to what he can do now, and it's like a total 360. Alex, do you consider yourself stubborn? 180, because no, a 360 a, would be back to the beginning. <laughs> 180. There you go, bud. Thanks. Evidently, yes, stubborn. He had to correct you all the way. I yeah. like <laughs> You did say you were OCD, so you're OCD and stubborn? I, I mean a little bit. Is I mean, I don't know if sure I don't know if I'm like I don't know if I'm that OCD, but there, yeah, there are certain things that kind of have to be my way, but I don't consider myself like the OCD guy that's got to like walk out and flip the light switch 15 times or wipe down a cabinet 12 times or. Okay. Like so that's so, so coming out of a baseball, I think that's some of the stuff that I enjoy about detailing. Uh, I, you know, I, I've just always grew up playing baseball, played it through college. And there was certain things that we do as baseball players. It's superstitious, right? It's routine. It's, you know, there was stuff I would get up to the plate and I'd always touch certain parts of the plate. I'd always do certain things right before, like superstitious. Is right. it routine? I, is it OCD? I consider, see, know, I consider I myself know. more, more of a schedule, like a tight scheduled person. Like I, if I tell you I'm going to be somewhere at a certain time, like more than likely I'm going to be there early. Like I, I refuse to be late. Like there's just certain ways that I do things. Like if I do something one way, like that's just the way I do it. Like I don't ever change. Like if I start a car, I'm starting driver's side hood and working my way around passenger side. I don't start any other way. Like when I open the door to the shop. Okay, cool. This would be fun. I like doing that. All Uh right. So, so you're going to start driver's side hood. Are you front hood or closer to the, the windshield hood? Close to the windshield. All right. So we're completely opposite. Cool. Are you coming down and over? So I kind of start middle and work towards me and then, and then go to the front part, middle. I start, I start passenger closer to the edge Uh and then go towards the middle. Nice. I'm I'm the same as Alex. I start in the middle and work my way back. 
I start on the hood, but then I go to the roof and then the trunk lid, if there's a trunk lid, if, you know, if it's a car. And the only reason why I do that, because I'm a leaner. I like to lean. So if I'm leaning on, 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 the, on the front fender or the hood, and if I scratch it, I know I'm just going to get it when I come towards it anyway. <laughs> okay, so you, that's cool. Okay, so you're driver's side middle, you come through that, and then you go back and you finish the top part of the driver's side. Mm-hmm. And then do you go back to the front or do you just come down the driver's side? I go down the drive. I go down the driver's side to the front of the hood. Back, you go from the driver's side back up to the front. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I go, I go across the hood, come down towards the front bumper, and then wrap myself around, going from passenger side, and then come back around, and then I do the top last. Mm-hmm. What do you do, Alex? See, I'm I'm almost kind of like you. So I do. So the, the top part of the hood back, the front part of the hood back, then I'll do front bumper quarter panel. And then kind of depending on, this is the, this is the only thing where I do kind of switch up. Sometimes if I'm, if I'm, if it's a car or something low where I'm sitting in my, my wheel around stool, then I'll just go ahead and zip down the side and then come back and do the roof. All right. What wheel around stool do you like? Oh man, I don't know. I've got one of those ones that's got like a little back to it. Like a little, He's got a comfy chair, like a real chair, like like a little. It's not like a like a. It's got arms and everything, dude. No, it doesn't have <laughs> doesn't have arms. Doesn't have arms. It's not you a lazy boy. The, you find the right wheel around that has a little bit of back support. It makes all the difference. It does. So it does. And this one, this one's got the bigger wheels, so it 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 hasn't broke on me yet, like all the other ones did with those little tiny wheels that that you roll around and catch something and fall down and break it. So yeah, this this one was pretty good buy. I found one on Amazon years ago. So at a dealership account that, you know, it's been one of our longest dealership accounts for a long time, uh, about nine plus years, which is good in a dealer world. And, and there was a guy that was working there for a little bit that he had recommended a chair and got the manager's approval to just buy everybody a chair. So I just happened to find it at a really great rate to where I could also get it and have one for myself. And, you know, make a little change, which is good. And so I rolled around on that forever until a guy named Ian started working with us. And he Uh, hated his so much that I gave him mine and took his. (laughs) And there's a massive difference between those little, like you're talking about, those little wheels and this like metal thing that you're just sitting on. Versus that one that had that nice little comfy back that kind of yep. just a little bit over the back and it had a big yep. nice wheels and it was just nice and easy. Yep, we're talking about the same one. That's how mine is. It's got a little bit of a back to it. If you if you get tired of leaning over, you can kind of bend yes. back a little bit. Just got a the, little break. Just yep, a little got break. the got the bigger wheels on it. Yeah, same uh, one. Bet. Fucking horrible. <laughs> All right, so you got your wheelie. You're going around and yeah. And- so and I'll and I'll go around. Um, like I said, if, if I'm, if I'm already sitting down, I'll just zip down the doors and then go up to the roof and then hit the, the trunk and the rear bumper. And then kind of the same thing going down the passenger side. Um, and then, and then, and then when I start polishing, instead of kind of being smart, I'm already on the passenger side, work my way back around. I got to come back to the driver's side. So I got to 
move my pull my extension cord all the way back around waste time yeah, I, I do the same i have to restart in the same place yeah and then when i coat i start in that same yep. place mm -hmm. same same way too same, the same process for me yep. is that the ocd in us i mean i, I guess it's a little ocd but Again, like, I don't think it's... I mean, but if we're going to be detailed, like, there's part of being a detail, like, right? There is a little bit of detailing that is... OCD, yeah. OCD. I mean... Oh, for sure. I call it my method. That's all. I mean, <laughs> you can call it OCD if you want, but I mean, that's just like, it's just my method. It's like, it's muscle memory to me now. Right. Right. You could almost close your eyes and do it in your sleep. Yeah. 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 That's how I look at it. You're right. Because a lot right. of times I've got the music on and I just zone out and I'm just, you know, up and forth and back and back and you know back and forth and up and down kind of deal. All right. And you said you're how old? 47. I'm going to go in that music is going to be. I'm going to go Green Day is probably in there. Oh, fuck. Nope. Mm. one more try one more try one more try am i completely off in the genre yes well yeah yeah well kinda. so you're so rock rock yeah but yeah you're you're that's off punk rock. yeah that's punk rock i don't really listen to a lot of punk rock okay but it's rock yes okay uh i'm gonna go out there on a limb and go slasher no you're too heavy oh too heavy fuck I went the opposite way. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm a lot of like classic and 80s rock. So Van Halen, Poison, Motley David Crue. Roth, like, like Molly Crew, like that genre. But lately I've gotten into a lot of, I guess, quote unquote, newer kind of rock. That's, that reminds me of that. So a lot of um, uh, Blacktop Mojo um, is, a, is a killer band I've been listening to. Um, Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. That kid is just phenomenal on the guitar. Um, just makes it scream like nobody's business. Um, Blackstone Cherry reminds me a lot of like a uh, uh, Leonard Skinner, Southern Rock um, type band. They're they're killer. Who's that? Blacktop Cherry. Blackstone Cherry. No, um, Blackstone Cherry. Blackstone Cherry. Okay. Yeah, um, they're phenomenal. And then. Um, what else have I been listening to? Um, the Lazies. They're actually their album's kind of older, but I just found it. Um, they've they've got some good stuff too. Um, so that's kind of the newer stuff that I've been listening to, along with my older '80s mix, um, classic rock. Southern All right. Rock. So tell me about your business. What do you do? Uh, so I'm a detailer. So you're not a paint correction specialist. You know, some people might call me a paint correction specialist. I still think I'm dabbling in it a little bit. Um, no, so I mean, I, I, how do you define detailing? You say you're a detailer. So how do you define detailing? Man, you asked this question the other day and it gone to, I think, to Steven. And I was like, uh, um, you know, I think so, you know, the, the generic answer is, is, you know, we do, the finer details in, in car washing. You know, we're, we're doing the things that the car wash is just kind of just doing a basic. We're, we're doing the finer things, right? Like instead of just hitting wheel faces, we're getting barrels, we're getting calipers. Um, instead of just uh, washing the car, we're actually hitting the 
door jams, you know, the little things like that is what I consider. I majority of my business is paint corrections and coatings. That is what yeah, PPF. No, I, cause I haven't, I haven't done a lot of PPF yet. Um, one day. Um, but paint corrections and coatings is the bulk of my business. And that's, that's what I want it to be. But I'm definitely a greedy person when it comes to detailing. So as much as I hate doing interior details, if somebody's willing to pay my price, I am going to do it. Like I'm not some of these detail, I call them, you know, hopefully nobody takes offense, but you know, some of them are detail snobs, you know, they're just like, Oh, I'm only doing this. Like, whatever i'll do a wash if somebody wants to pay me 50 to 70 dollars how do you think people have become that way i think it's just um i think it's the egos honestly i think everybody just wants to be you know paint correction and ceramic coating and and there's nothing wrong with that because that's what i strive to do you know if i can get to a point to where i'm got enough of them to keep me fully busy. I don't have to do the other stuff. But at the same time, again, I don't like saying no to money. So like- mm-hmm. I've always <laughs> found that fascinating, right? Like yeah. why they would turn people away. And right. you know. and that's the thing. I mean, there's, there's a guy like my competition, he's probably, I don't know, mile away from me. And I, and I called him one time because I said, hey, you know, what are you charging for interiors? I want to know if I'm too high, need to go higher or whatever. He goes, I don't do interiors. I'm like, what do you mean you don't do interiors? He goes, I don't do them. He's like, we do, we do corrections and coatings and that's it. I was like, hmm, okay, cool. Yeah, I never would have imagined that there would be people that only did two things on a vehicle. Right. It still blows my mind, right? Like- I don't listen. I don't like doing it, but again, you know, some guy today paid me almost $400 to clean the interior of his Highlander. I'm not turning it down. Took me, four, you, huh? took me four hours to do. Yeah. That's the same kind of hourly. That's the same kind of hourly money that I'm getting doing a paint cor- or paint correction and a coating, mm-hmm. you know? So again, if somebody will pay me, I'll do it. I get it. So your main focus though, you're, your passion as a detailer, what you yeah. really like is is correcting that paint. Yeah. The shine. And listen, yeah. I, hey, I, I love you. Uh, night, night, sweet dreams. So no more stuffed animals? No, her melatonin's kicking in, so. That cut off. Cut yeah, off. She's, 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 <laughs> she's about to knock out. <laughs> well, you've got a good assortment back there, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she loaded me up. There's still, there's still some other, there's, it goes on. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it goes on. I think the uh, psychedelic turd's the best. Yeah, I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's one of her favorites too. Yeah, I, I don't blame her. So, I mean, always my favorite thing of walking a customer out to their vehicle was for them to go, wow. Yeah. It just looks better than the day I bought it. Right. right. To me, that's always right. been the best compliment. It and is. And that starts on the outside, right? It starts right. on that paint. But... You know, on the flip side of that, the interior I did today was, it was like that light gray interior on a Toyota and it had nasty brown stains in it. And the guy's like, I know you won't get them all out, whatever you can do. And when he came back, he was like, holy shit, I didn't think you'd get them out. So like, same thing. I mean, yes. The same, the same response. Right, as right. As if you could do an out the right, exterior right. of a vehicle. 
Right. So for me, yes, I want to do interiors because kind of like Stephen Trapp told me and when I interviewed him last week is, you know, I'm a little bit of a bigger guy. I don't like being on interiors. I don't I don't like being cramped in small spaces and things like that. But honestly, whether it's a whether it's a wash, whether it's an interior detail, whether it's a, a, a one step in a sealant or a ceramic coating job, as long as that customer is blown away, I know job's done. But yeah, at the same, I, I want to be stuck on the outside of a car. I like making paint shiny. And, and what is it about that that you enjoy? I guess, so I guess I would say it's kind of um, an artistic side, you know? Um, I mean, I was, I was into art in high school. I love drawing things. I love sketching things. I wasn't great at it, but I liked it. Yeah, right. You know? I sucked at it too, but I love drawing planes and I loved, I loved just trying to but make I, it, even though it was horrible and people would laugh at it. It was just still. Right. But I, I feel it's kind of the same thing. You know I mean? We're, we're doing. We got another one. Yeah. Yeah. Her little porg. Um, I mean, when we're when you take a car that's really nasty and you can make it look better than probably when they bought it, I mean, that's that's kind of artwork. I mean, not everybody can do that. I mean, there's a lot of people who can make it shiny, you know, and can maybe do a good job. But to really get it at a level that pain assassins are at, you know, that's. I think that takes real skill. And, and so for me, it's, it's almost therapeutic. Again, headphones on, music blazing. I'm just focused in on this two by two square piece of paint. The world could totally be going to shit outside my shop. And I wouldn't know because I'm in, I'm in my happy place. You know, that's, that's what makes me feel good. Uh, I think we all get it, Bruno. I mean, it's probably similar, I would guess. Did you find also some therapeuticness yeah. to it? Same thing, man. I mean, like I said, I, I have PTSD and like I suffer from a lot of like mental <clears throat> shit. So uh, polishing paint and like like Alex said, putting the headphones on and you know, focusing on on getting defects out is just it is very therapeutic and it it's an it's, it's an escape from bullshit. And then once you reach your goal to what you want to reach, it's very satisfying, oh, yeah. you know, to say, I did this. I took that out. I, I made this look like this. This customer is going to be blown away. And then they're blown away. It just, it all comes full circle at that point. So, you know, you have that therapeutic session in the beginning and then you got, it, it's even more therapeutic. Honestly, when a customer comes up, be like, Hey, this looks great. It looks better than it, than, I, than it, when I bought it. It's like I said, full circle, man. Yeah. Gratification. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I had a guy, I had a guy last week with a Raptor, one of my good clients, and he bought this eight year old used Raptor with 130,000 miles on it black. And he came and looked at it before I coded it after it was corrected. And he told me, he said, man, I was really debating on whether I should do this or not, because it's going to be used in the farm. We're going to haul stuff with it. But he goes, I'm glad I did. This looks amazing. And I said, well, wait till you see it when it's coated because it's going to look so much better. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, it, it makes you feel good. 
It definitely mm-hmm. does. All right. So Alex, walk us through your process. Um, you know, what do you use? What tool do you like? What different pads do you like? You know, have you found something that you like? <laughs> oh, we just had a little pad discussion today, didn't we? Oh, man. But, it, but it's, I've been using them for a year now. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Um, so so I'm, I'm a Rupez guy. Which one? LHR 15 Mark II. Um, my, my, my beater, this thing is, since I bought it four years ago, it has been the workhorse. Um, in fact, I just sent it off to auto magic, maybe about three weeks ago. And they basically replaced all the parts on the inside because the armature was no more. He said, I don't even know how it was still working the little bit. It was still working. (laughs) So um eventually when you start replacing armatures and all that other stuff it almost is time to just get a new one though right but yeah but did you have a a, like a a, just a symbolic you know nature i I did because um so i've been wanting to for for the longest time I, i you know everybody wants to paint their machines um so being a being a huge eddie van halen fan i've always wanted to stripe one of my machines, the red, white, and black stripe. Yeah. Um, never did it, never did it, never did it, never did it. With him passing away, I was like, it's time to do it. So I had just just painted it, striped it. I ordered the holographic 5150 stickers that he had on his guitar. Bruno, did you, you see how interesting it was? He left all that out. <laughs> I mean, that's some cool ass shit, man. That's cool ass shit. All right, so yeah. you had it painted for Eddie Van Halen. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so I had it painted for Eddie, um, was waiting on my 5150 stickers, it took a dump. Um, so I had um, Ronnie over at Automagic take a look at it, and he's like, look, man, it, the armature is gone, uh, brush holders need to be fixed, brushes, and I was like, ah, like how much, man, I just painted this thing. Um, and he's like, he's like, 220 bucks. I was like, well, that beats buying a new one for 400 bucks, so let's do it. Like I'll replace those things for $220 all day, every day, instead of buying a new one. Um, so yeah, in the meantime, though, I did, I do have another brand new Mark two. Um, I actually traded my brand new Mark. Yeah. I traded my Mark. <laughs> Bruno. Bro, I don't I've been I, looking for another Mark two for months. Listen, listen, I told you Jackie had it for sale. You didn't buy it. So. All right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, that one's my workhorse, man. So, uh, so that one, my go-to pads are, um, usually I start with a blue HDO, um, Jason Brennan, if you're listening to this, I got you. (laughs) Um, uh, I, I usually start with a blue HDO. If, if that's not cutting it, then I'm a, I'm a blue Rupes wool guy. Um, those are pretty much the two pads for cutting that I use. That you really like. What's that? What is it about the HDO that you really like? Um, it just does a good job cutting, man. I mean, I, I like the little foam, white foam interface that kind of keeps it from heating up too much. And um, deteriorating. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 they hold up very well. Um, but when they go, they go, kind of. Um, how, many, how many uses do you get out of them? Are you a uh, are you a go down a couple of panels and then clean it 
Are you a oh, go yeah? I'm, so well, I'm a, hold on. Let me hold on. Okay. Are you a go down a couple panels and clean it? Are you a go down a couple panels and replace it? Or are you go down a couple panels and just have another one already there to ready to go? So Ooh, I'm a so I'm a clean after every panel. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I get a little bit better longevity cleaning it after every panel. Mm -hmm. um, I will typically use about two on a car. So one, one per half side. Um, and I can typically get, depending on how much cutting I'm doing, I get about two or three cars per pad. Um, and, and, but honestly, I'm a big believer in the money that I'm being paid to do these jobs. I'll throw away a $12 pad and start a new one. No problem. Um, I mean, I know some guys will probably be like, Oh, but you're spending money. You're spending money, you're spending money, but $12 and 70 cents. We, we, all do, we all do our businesses our own way. That's the right. 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 And then, and there's sometimes where, you know, you can really tell that it's, that it's, it's just not cutting like it should and you just need a new one. So I'll, I'll pitch it. You know, if it, if it gets to a point where I'm having to work it more to try to get it to cut, I know you're, it's so your most important part is your cutting. You're yeah. heavy on your cutting. Your cutting has to be done the right way. Yeah, for me, yeah. Because because the polishing is so easy to do. If you cut it right, polishing takes no time at all for me. I mean, I can zip around a car in two to three hours, polish it out, and feel good about it. Well, what's your go-to compound? So right now my go-to compound's been Scholl's S2 Black. It's this shit makes magic. Yeah, it's badass. Um, it's it's so good. You could you could just about one step a car if you really wanted to. I mean, it polishes down even with a blue HDO pad. It polishes down to almost no micro marring or no. So it's a diminishing abrasive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Water based, solvent based. You know. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I, I'm pretty sure it's water based. A lot of the a lot of the compounds and polishes. A lot of them these days seem to be water based. Water based, yeah. yeah. They've yeah. almost had to, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's Scholl's concept S two black because they do have an S like a regular S two, but this one's S two black. It's like their heavy cut, but it really does finish down really nice. Um, that or clear cut um, Angel Wax, um, Oberk. Um, what else do I have? Um, cut Max. Do you have Cut Max? No, I don't have Cut Max. It's a uh, yeah. I think I think it's it's it, Angel the Angel Wax Resurrection Clear Cut S two Black. Um, how do you oh, how do you determine which? But your first go to the number one is always the. the well, black. it has it has been recently since for probably about the last two months or so since it came out. And it's just worked on everything that I've put up against it so far. So it's kind of just my first grab now. Yeah. Um, whereas before, usually, you know, I, I start like everybody says, you know, you start start light and go heavy. So I would usually start with something like an O'Burk. Um, and, and if that didn't cut it, then jump up to clear cut or... Um, what or, do you normally put your setting? How fast, slow are you? So I actually was one of those guys that was kind of full send for a while 
And then I saw a video with Jason Rose um, over at Obsessed Garage. And I, I like, I think Jason Rose has a, has a good understanding of everything. So that's pretty much the only reason why I was watching it. He's, he's, he's very talented. Right. And one of the questions that Matt asked him was like, what speed do you run these on? So Jason said he cuts on a four because it's a little, it's a little more slowed down. You can control the machine a little bit easier. Um, and then he polishes at a two. So I was kind of like cutting at a five and a half or six and polishing at a three and a half or four. So I did that on my next car. I slowed down to a four and polished it out at a two. And I feel like I get a better result. I can control the machine better. It helps me slow my arm speed down because the machine isn't like screaming at a hundred miles an hour that I kind of feel like I got to keep it going so that I don't damage anything. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a four and a two guy. Bruno, do you got a traditional? I stay between uh, four and five. I'm usually typically at a five when I uh, cut, and I stay between three and a four when I polish. I mean, uh, it's not too far off. I'm in the I'm in the yeah. happy medium in between everything. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a traditionally if I'm gonna hit I'm I'm gonna go to cut max is my number one go to. Uh, we've got a blueberry pad that I love and I'm going to hit it at about a four to four, four, five. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Rupes guy, but that's okay. Like, I, yeah. Listen, a machine is a machine. And if it works for you, it works for you. Right. Agreed. Exactly. Agreed. Agreed. So uh, polish, what do you like? Um, thanks to Jason. I'm, I'm hooked on perfect uh, finish now. I was I was a Rupes ceramic and a. Yeah, uh, I was like, wait, Jason Rose, perfect finish. No, 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 no. Like, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> me, me. So I was I was a I was a Rupes ceramic and an Oberk um, polish guy because I feel like those are very similar um, mm -hmm. in the in the way that they work, and I really liked them. And then when Bruno came to help me do that that F four or F three fifty because it was black, he was like, "You got to try it. You got to try it." So I did, and I liked it, so I bought it. Um, it's a good product it is yeah so that's and, what do you and love you, about perfect finish i just like the way it fin it, it's it it finishes down good it, it it gives a real nice pop to the paint i feel um and it's easy it's easy to wipe off it's easy it breaks down so yeah. good you know not i i typically There's been use some accusations that perfect finish has fillers in it no well, somebody one time once told me if it comes in a bottle, it fills. So what are you going to yeah, do? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. He really... Okay. I don't know who that somebody is, but apparently you guys... His fucking brother. <laughs> Mr. Doxy. Um, I, I don't know, man. I mean... um. I haven't, I haven't seen to have too many problems with it. I mean, if, if you're, if you're, you know, hitting it with your prep wipe, um, you're, you're typically going to pull all that stuff out anyways. Um, and I, I always do a sun check. Thankfully being in sunny Florida, I can do that before I do any, any coatings or any sealants or anything like that. I'll, I'll pull it outside and walk around it every which way I can for five or 10 minutes and then pull it back in. And, and if I see something and I go back and I fix it real quick, um, you know, cut it out, 
repolish it if I need to. Right. Yeah. I think you got your system down. Do you have certain towels, anything that you specifically like for uh, the way you do uh, your paint corrections? So what I've been using lately, and it's only because my buddy gives them to me stupid cheap, is uh, Simonize's um, low, low pile um, uh, towels. They're, I think it's like a 320 GSM slow pile. Um, he sells them to me for like a dollar a towel. It's like a two something. So, and, and, you know, they're, they're pretty much polished towels, coating towels, throw away a towel kind of at that point. So I told him if he'd sell them to me for a dollar, I'd buy them from him. I do like CarPro's got a real nice uh, fluffy towel. Um, I forget what it's called. Um, and I'll use that for my polishing if I've got soft paint and I need something, you know, with a little bit higher pile, softer towel kind of deal. Uh, I think it's like a 520 GSM. So early, early before I think we were started, you, we were chatting a, a moment about, you know, soft GM paint, but you were saying the newer ones you're seeing are not as soft as they used to be. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I could be wrong, but the, the two that I did, I just did a 2020 Sierra 2500 Duramax and a uh, 2020 1500 um uh sierra or well silverado um and they, they didn't you've, seem... had, you've had the gm paint that's super incredible yeah yeah I, like the older yeah the older ones yeah the old still scratch yeah, right the older ones were seemed real soft these didn't i mean i was able to hit them and wipe them with a low gm or low um pile towel that's you know usually a little bit more scratchy um and and one was one was the uh the Elkhart Lake blue, which is a little bit of a darker color. And the other one was like the, the ruby red color, the, or the darker maroon red color. Um, and didn't seem to have any problems with those. Didn't you do a C8? The who, yeah, yeah. The C8 was Elkhart Lake too. Yeah. And that, that one was, I mean, he brought it to me. That thing was mint. I could have probably just wiped it down and coated it, but me being me, I still went ahead and did a, did a cut and polish on light cut and a polish on it just because right. I didn't want to. Well, it's know. still part of the, the decontamination process is polishing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know, and plus I, last thing I want is for, you know, this guy between this guy and his two sons, they kept me busy with coatings for about seven weeks. So, you know, I didn't want to flub one, yeah. you know, <laughs> just because it was, had no marring marks on it or swirl marks on it whatsoever. I mean, it was, it was in really good shape. Mm -hmm. Alex, how many, uh, how many, well, hold on. Let me, let me, I can, if I do that, I can't see Bruno, then I'm good. Let me just talk to you. How many uh, pain assassin awards have you won? Not many. Oh man. So, so I've won, I've won a, I don't know, two or three reflection of the weeks. Nice. Um, I have won paint correction of the month which are just, you in the running for the paint correction of the year 2020 i am which shot me in the foot because i don't get cars that are bad enough i don't have any older cars like jason's like use old stuff i don't really have it i barely like won the the paint correction of the month it was like the only thing i cared about and now i'm like shit now i gotta try and figure something out for the uh, year so Bruno, if people want to vote for alex's uh paint correction of the month to be the paint correction yeah. of the year Oh, it's not a voting? No, no. So, well, it is, but it's a blind. 
Yeah, Paint Correction of the Year. Yeah, Paint Correction of the Year is going to be in a uh, picture format on a survey, and it's going to have no name attached to any picture, so you don't even know who you're voting for. I mean, you realistically, people will actually know based on some some little thing like the floor, so, somebody's so job, the wall, <laughs> or some shit like that. But OCD fuckers. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, it's just going to be a blind voting. All right. I was going to say, how do they go vote for Alex? But I guess I can't say well, that. No, they, well, actually, they can't do that. That no, we can't say he that. was up. He was up for pain assassin of the year. You didn't even you didn't even say That's, that. I, I didn't get there. I didn't get there yet. I was going to say yeah, pain uh-huh. assassin of the year. And I and I am a, a certified paint assassin shop. Yep. You are one of three? One third no uh four. One of four. All right. So talk to me about that, Bruno. What is a paint assassin so, shop? The certified shop is just a way for me to say, you know, thank you for supporting the brand and and just being an outstanding member of the detailing community. Community. Hey. Community. Um <laughs> And basically, um, it, they put out quality work. They're uh, they're there to help anybody at any time for whatever they need. It's it's not something I give out all the time. That's why there's only four people in the United States that actually have that. And those four people have shown that they will be there to help somebody. Uh, they put out quality work. They're a good out a good member in the detailing community. So it, it's it's just a way for me to say thank you for all of that. Wait, I'm the only one that drank. Thanks. Yeah. No. He, said, he said I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 later down the road, um, these certified shops, I would hope that they would open their doors to me when I start doing my trainings. I've already told you. You're welcome anytime. I know. All right. So you've got an outlet already to go in and help uh, more people learn how to do proper paint correction. So, uh, Bruno, how do people go on a vote? Uh, I guess because we're we're in uh, into December now. So yeah. uh, people so I'm going to be go getting, vote for 2020 pretty quick. I'm going to be getting everybody's uh, submission for their paint correction year this weekend. And then uh, I'm going to put it all together into the survey and, and then I'm going to share the link. So once you see that link drop, that's you just click on the link and uh, you go vote for whoever you want to vote for and whoever you think produced the best, the best work. And all the participants, you know, they're encouraged to, to share their uh, the link as well. And, you know, I mean, I know they're going to go out there and be like, hey, this is my picture. I'm not going to. I'm not stupid, you know, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it as fair as possible. I, I try new things every year for paint correction of the year. Um, try to mix things up and everything. Try to like last year I did a whole bracket system. It was like March madness. Yeah. So it was, fun. Um, it was fun. Um, until, you know, people started bitching and complaining just like always. So it's like, uh, I can never win no matter what I do, but it is what it is. Please them all people enjoy it. You know, um, at least I hope they enjoy it. Um, even even people who are spectating, I, I hope they enjoy it. You know, so I, I think there's just, a lot of people that enjoy the the process of the correction, and it's actually we we say it as we do it. It's therapeutic. There's plenty of people that visually see it, and it's therapeutic for them too. Yeah. Well, the other the other thing that I like about the paint correction of the month, and this is going back to to when I first joined the group. And like Jason said, my, my growth through the past 
year and a half, two years since joining the group or whatever, is, is it makes everybody strive to be better. I mean, you see this like incredible work being done by 900,000 people or whatever is in the group now. Um, and it just pushes you to do better. Like you want to win that award, you know, like I've been so close so many times and it's been like, oh man, like, you know, like, but I can't get mad because I see what I'm, what I'm losing to. And it's like, well, damn, that's, that's a pretty good pitcher. I mean, obviously I want to be biased that mine's better, but that's (laughs) a damn good pitcher. Um, And I think that's the thing is that a lot of people that even that I've talked to or seen in the comments is, is they get close every time. And so every time they get closer and they get closer and, and by doing that, it's just pushing them to be a better and better detailer or paint assassin or correction art artist or whatever you want to kind of call us. Um, so I, I think it's a great thing. Win or lose, I think you're winning something just by being a part of it. Um, it also connects everybody to people that they probably never would have connected with in the first oh, place. Oh, for sure. For sure. Before paint assassins, I didn't have any other detailers that I could reach out to. I didn't know anybody. I mean, there was a couple of people local that I kind of knew and and you know looking back now on what they were telling me to do and how to do it i get why jason says i thought i was doing paint correction work (laughs) because (laughs) i really i I was just doing what they were showing me to do and how they were doing it but then once i stumbled upon this group and and met all these wonderful people then i was like holy shit that's what paint correction is um so yeah, it's it. I think it pushes everybody to be better. Cool. All right, Alex, where do people find you on social if they want to connect? I have we- one question. I have one question. All right, go for it. So, Alex, can you tell me the difference between a paint enhancement and paint correction? Hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, touche, touche. We'll leave it at that. Go ahead, Marty. Great question. No, that's a great question. I like it. Yeah. Let's add, let, let's add that in to a regular question that you ask. Absolutely, man. Because I want to see if people actually answer I, it. Agreed. I I agree. That's what I was. Alex about. knows the difference. He knows the difference. Hundred bucks, man. Hundred bucks. Difference. I mean, hundred bucks for an enhancement. I mean, that's that's the growing rate, right? Yeah. You should have had that shirt in the background. Yeah, I thought about wearing it, but. Oh, well. I also thought about wearing the, the, uh, let me tell you about my best friend. Sure. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one too. Yeah. Uh, uh, people can find me, uh, Facebook, um, Alex Russell CD dash SV or, um, detail solutions, auto spa or detail solutions podcast. Um, where do they find the podcast? So, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much anywhere that you listen, um, iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, Breaker, Google, uh, Anchor. And search. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a couple of other um, podcast platforms, but I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what we're yeah, on. Like, the main ones. we're we're like on seven or eight different platforms. Um, the Anchor, the Anchor is owned by Spotify, so it autom- automatically goes to Spotify and then goes to all the other ones. Um, I had to, it took me a couple of weeks to get it, um, for Apple to approve it, to get onto Apple. 
Um, but the big one is either Spotify or, or Apple seems to be the two that everybody listens to. And they can just, they can just search um, the Detail Solutions podcast cool. uh, and it should, should come up. Um, Instagram, uh, Instagram's uh, Alex Russell 5150 or Detail Solutions podcast or, or no, no, I'm sorry. I don't have the podcast on Instagram. Just Detail Solutions Auto Spa on Instagram. Or um, I am better than Aaron Knox is kind of the joke. <laughs> he does have that Facebook, Instagram page. It's uh, it's got like fifty something people that follow it now, <laughs> and it's really stupid because it's just pictures of Aaron Knox. Um, so I don't know why anybody follows it. Uh, <laughs> and then um, TikTok, uh, I think it's just Alex Russell or A Russell fifty one fifty. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, remind us again, you said 47 years old? Yes, sir. On TikTok? Yeah. Um, you know, I heard I heard you talking about it. I heard some other people talking about it. And I was like, okay, let me see what this is. But maybe it's not just my 11-year-old daughter doing these funny little dances. <laughs> um, and I'll... I'll I'll admit, man, I got suckered into the uh, the comedy aspect of it more than anything. Yes. Um, it's 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 a good laugh, so I like I like the funny stuff. Right, he also has you... the OnlyFans. Yeah, the OnlyFans is the naked detailer. <laughs> um, you can go check me out there. I'll pass. Thanks. <laughs> You know, you're curious. Was your daughter using it when it was music.ly? Yes, she was. Yeah, same here. That's yeah. why I, That's why I've been such a big proponent of TikTok early because I saw it early, like when, right. when they that and they were well, already using it and then it switched yeah. over. It was like, you know, to, oh, to me, and, and, I, and I guess I didn't understand it in, until just kind of recently is it's, 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 it's Vine, essentially. I mean, yeah. you know, for the mo for, you know, kind of a similar platform. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I just see my daughter doing these, crazy little weird dances and and here's the thing is that i don't know that detailers all could understand how they could use uh tiktok because a lot of detailers have pushed back of like okay but it's such a young demographics and i right. get it i get it so part of us as business owners we all have to be good at sales and marketing so just to see a platform that's huge, young, even though it's a massively growing platform for us to look at it and go, yeah, but it's just, well, that leaves a vulnerability as a business. Right. And so as a business owner, we owe it to ourselves to go, okay, how can I use a platform that is creating such massive scale and use it to flip to the customer that I want to have purchased my product, which is right. a Right. So if we're going to service a mother with soccer kids that just happen to be on TikTok, maybe doing soccer demo videos, that might be a good thing that is in Orlando to go comment on. Right. If oh, some yeah. moms see people interacting with a brand that's a detailer that could keep their car cleaned. Hey, that might be a great way of finding them. OK, right. so that's like it's it's not just about uh you know where people are as far as dancing and singing right. and that like you can literally use it to communicate oh yeah and i mean from what i've seen most of the soccer moms and soccer dads are on tiktok so you know you it's really you know i think the age 
range on TikTok has kind of really expanded more. Very it seems like there's a lot of old. Time. So so the so the younger kids are going to develop something new here shortly, and and they're all going to leave TikTok because the old people are taking over. I feel so. Mm. Uh, we said that, but you know the 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 massive way to communicate to older generations is on Facebook. Yeah. But we're all still on Facebook, also. Right. Right. But no, you got to use whatever it. you can use. I mean, my daughters don't exactly enjoy seeing me on TikTok, which is their platform. So, you know, yeah. they, they give me a hard time too, but they also, you know, they're, they're fun with it. I know my, my daughter tells me all my videos are cringy, but yet she'll, she'll give me the pity heart. <laughs> we, we one hit over 700,000. And so I sent that to them and go, okay, now where are you at? You know, yeah. so. <laughs> Well, you know, that's, that's like my daughter, you know, that she sees me like in these groups and she sees me doing these podcasts and things like that. So, so like, she asked me like, how famous are you? And I'm like, I'm really not that famous. And she's like, yeah, but you've got like, you know, all these people that like want to talk to you and you're talking to them on podcasts. And she's like, how famous are you? And I'm like, ah. she's like, if you were, if you were TikTok famous, how famous would you be? And I'm like, Mm, probably like 10 people famous <laughs> wait till you get on my tv show <laughs> yeah 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 but uh yeah so she she's always asking me to to compare my my detail or fame to what it would equal out in, in tiktok fame so <laughs> wow that's it's a good challenge to keep going after man oh yeah yeah exactly uh, Bruno, where do people find you and then where do people find the pain assassins you can find Pain Assassin Group on uh, Facebook. You can find Pain Assassins on Instagram. You can find Pain Assassin on TikTok. All the same name, Pain Assassin, and that's it. You can find me personally at Jason Bruno on Facebook or Instagram. And those are, those are the only platforms I'm on. So, Can I get on that OnlyFans, brah? Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> I, my wife will kill me. Just, just so, just so Marty knows. So, so Marty, when I, when I do my, my podcast, and it started with Jason being that he was the first one. So I, I asked the same thing you're asking, like, where does everybody find you? But I list everything, right? So when I did it with Jason, like I listed, like, where does everybody find you? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and I threw in OnlyFans at the end. And like hoping maybe like it would just kind of slip past him and he wouldn't catch it. But Jason <laughs> caught it, laughed about it for about 30 seconds. Um, so it's been something that I throw in at the end of every podcast. And so people kind of know about it now and they, they kind of wait for it. They're like, you're going to ask me about my OnlyFans, aren't you? So it's kind of become a little bit of a running running joke. And, cool. um, and, and I did it just because somebody, one of the girls uh Jackie Orlando that I had on she knew that I asked it I told her I wasn't going to ask her she told me that it was okay if I did ask her because she was going to tell me that she doesn't have one but why doesn't everybody else say it uh if they have one so I told her you know what I'll I'll just make one and just to just to make you feel more comfortable um so it is called the naked detailer but if, but if you go, but if you go to it, it's just a picture of Mike Epps that says you nasty. <laughs> so. Oh shit. I like it, man. You I got like him it. with that. Alex, man, it was really great to, to meet Thank you. you. Uh, we've chatted back and forth and some yeah, DMs. I appreciate and, it. 
yeah. it's it's great to to meet you and put the face to the name. So yeah, I'm gonna have to get you on on my podcast next season in the next happy round of happy next to round do it, man. Happy to do it. Just let yeah. me know. Man. I will. Bruno, man, great choice for the uh, opening pain assassins. Uh, I look forward to the next guest and the different people that you're going to bring on. So guys, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Enjoy your night. Thanks, Marty. You too, buddy. All right, man. Hey, bye. All right. Episode is over. Go leave a review, share the value, be a part of community. Ooh.